0: Bridge Toll, California Customer Service Number.
1: Highway miles to the Gallon Ford Focus.
0: Highland Cave Rescue Operation.
1: What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western Hotels.
1: How old is Ronaldo? What
0: happened with Big Gravel
1: engagement?
0: How long before gift? a wedding should I send out How many and save games the date? in the first series? Use of IMAP NBA to playoffs. check mail on other email clients. Response Identify fonts
1: from where from
0: to M&M. find? Hobby Brian Welcome to the board. Of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we'll be continuing our discussion about the recent Google and Shopify announcement, and we're going to be talking about what's in it for Shopify. Joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and advisor for Search Metrics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Hey, Ben. Good to be back.
0: Excited to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about the recent announcement of Google integrating or having a partnership with Shopify. I think the takeaway from that conversation was this is primarily a way for the two companies to share data. We talked about what was in it for Google, which is they get access not only to understand the demand for a given keyword or product, but now they have some conversion data to understand not only which products are being sold, but whether they're quality products. I want to turn the table today and talk to you a little bit about what you think is in this for Shopify. Shopify
1: sending their data out to Google.
0: Well, why would Shopify do that? That seems like a pretty core and
1: convenient asset. Well, I think that there's a couple of things here, right? I mean, the first one is that it it certainly helps Shopify build a strong rapport with small to medium-sized online merchants, right? It creates this environment where they say, hey, we're Shopify, we're a platform provider. We're here to ensure that you as a seller have the best possible technology to sell your products online. And we're not going to be somebody who tries to create a competitive environment between our sellers. In other words, they have 1.7 million sellers and they're not going to pit those sellers against one another. They'll let other companies do that like Google.
0: I don't get it. I'm sorry. Shopify has a great platform and they have the ability to feed all of their customers data or all of their platforms, you know, they could create a product listing feed and submit that to Google in one lump sum, if they're not already doing that, they can take all of the relevant data to sell a product and get a placement on Google. Why do they need to give them the conversion data? Why do they need to give them data like the reviews data?
1: Well, I think this is less about the data that's being shared. I mean, there's certainly going to be data and there's going to be boundaries that are pushed here in terms of what data Google will collect. And just for the record, I think it's important for listeners to know that it wasn't particularly clear what data will and will not be shared. There is a lot of information out there that it'll likely be things about like price and reviews and elements like that, for sure. The basics that you would see on any product detail page. However, what I would say here is that this is more important for Shopify from the perspective of that Shopify is making a very clear statement that they're never going to create a Google. They're never going to create a Google shopping experience that is Shopify owned. They're really there to be an engine to facilitate and allow sellers to get their products into Google. Now, again, according to the announcement, this is an option that sellers can enable. They can choose to be participate, but they can also choose not to participate.
0: So I mentioned this yesterday, but we had a conversation with Kevin Indig, who's the head of SEO at Shopify. And I brought up the idea of Shopify should create, you know, the shopify.com search. And that way you could search for all of your products on Shopify. And he very clearly said, well, Shopify doesn't want to create an environment where it's competing with its own stores. And now they're giving that data to Google. So Google can create a way to present the store information. What I d- still don't understand is great, they're sending the product listing data they're sending the pricing, they're sending the reviews that stuff Google already could easily have had access to. Google can scrape the crap out of any website and they've shown very clearly that they're willing to publish other people's content on their pages. Now they could easily start putting Shopify listings into their product listing ads or, or you know whatever shopping integrations they have this creates a direct feed. There has to be something more here for Shopify. I really don't understand the value of this for Shopify, unless we're talking about their stores getting some sort of premium placements or promotion by Google that they couldn't have got otherwise.
1: This is a great question, Ben. I think that there's a couple components to this. The first component is that not all sellers are created equal. Some Shopify sellers are super sophisticated. They know how to participate in things like Google Shopping ads. They know how to participate in various uh, digital and online advertising channels. They know how to create Facebook audiences and target audiences with their products. But then there's a lot of sellers, probably the majority of their 1.7 million sellers that have absolutely no idea how to do any of this. And so the benefit for Shopify here is that they actually are able to get all their sellers to participate they're able to get an environment where all their sellers are you know on an equal footing that they otherwise wouldn't have if they didn't create this partnership with google
0: time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor previsible so you're looking for seo help and you got a couple of options you could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on google That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Jordan, what does it matter if the sellers that are, you know, the smaller sellers and not as sophisticated, I guess you're saying this integration allows a not sophisticated seller to click off the box that says, send my data to Google. But Google could have got that data anyway. All the publicly facing stuff, right? Right. All the behind the scenes stuff of like, well, do people purchase these products or, you know, what's the return rate on this product? We don't know if that data is actually being passed, but let's make an assumption that it is. Google will understand if their products are good or not. There has to be some promotional aspect to this for Shopify or maybe Shopify is getting paid for this integration.
1: I definitely think that this is where this is going to evolve to. Right. I mean, 1.7 million sellers is a massive community that Google now has access to. And if they can continue to expand that community with other partners and other platform partners, there's a pretty good chance that Google in and of itself will find a way to monetize this. Monetize it in a way that's more effective for the size and the capability of these sellers, but also more importantly, find a way to possibly even give a kickback to Shopify. Right? If Shopify is able to monetize this as well, and is able to find a way to get some of Google's amazing advertising revenue, then it's a, it's a win-win for both companies. I don't necessarily think that that's where that is starting today. And that was not what was announced at the Google I.O. But if I had a crystal ball, that would certainly be a scenario where both Shopify and Google are are winners in this endeavor.
0: Uh, so now I'm picking up what you're putting down. There is a scenario down the road, not announced, where a Shopify seller can say, promote my content on Google and apply a budget. Hey, go spend $500 on Google and promote my products and kind of automate the process. Very similar to what Amazon does with their e-commerce products. Hey, we just want you to advertise my product. Here's $500. You figure it out. And now Shopify has the ability to integrate into Google and say, just go spend $500 in advertising. And maybe in that transaction, 10% that of that is actually coming back to Shopify and $450 of advertising is going out through Google. That's a scenario where I see making some sense. The one directional data supply from Spotify to Google, I just don't understand that value
1: exchange. Exactly. And I think that that's the benefit both financially, but also from a a customer standpoint for the shopify sellers is right now what shopify is able to do is really send a message to all their sellers that this is a value add for them.
0: All right. Well, look, we're obviously speculating here as to what we think the negotiation, the data exchange, the value is. Let's just call that out. Jordan and I obviously do not know what the terms of the Google and Shopify deal are, but it does make sense that there would be some sort of an advertising integration in addition to the data exchange, maybe not something that's been announced or decided on just yet.
1: So Ben, I think for our listeners, this is a really good point to end on, which is ultimately, if you're a Shopify seller or you're an agency that supports Shopify sellers, there's a pathway here to participate more easily in Google. But- that pathway might evolve and change and that that might create risk to your business and your business model. And so I think that that's something that, you know, all of our listeners should be aware of and and what they should really do over the next six to 12 months is really keep a close eye on this and make sure that you're aware of what the implications might be as Google evolves, and not only the use of your data in their own placements, but also how Shopify might evolve in trying to monetize this in partnership with Google. So I think those are the key things for, for listeners that participate in Shopify to, to understand.
0: You know, at the end of the day, my takeaway here is that this is an integration based on a common foe. I think that Google and Shopify are looking at the assets that Amazon has With not only obviously the rich e-commerce data that goes from search all the way through the conversion experience, but also their advertising platform. And I don't think that Shopify wants to build an advertising platform. And I don't think Google wants to build out their own e-commerce platform. And so the integration of the two of them makes sense as a competitor for the largest e-commerce player. Exactly what that relationship looks like still unclear to me, but I think that we can understand that they are fighting a common foe. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile on our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you could visit his company's website, which is jordancooney.com, J-O-R-D-A-N-K-O-E-N-E.com. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S, dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestion or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. -J Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.